0: Mic check, mic check, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the KZ Community Beat. I'm your host, Ross Martinez. In the (laughs) hot seat for episode 45, you hear the chuckle. He's in the background. (laughs) That right there. For 27 years, this man, known as Santa Bill, has been bringing smiles to our community, more specifically to our children of terminal diseases over at OSF. He's with Santa Bill's Hospital Helpers Program. 27 years in the community. Santa Bill, man... Why do you love Christmas so much?
1: Oh, Lord have mercy.
0: <laughs> you got the white beard, brother, you know, yeah, well, we and just, a red shirt.
1: <laughs> we just had this bleach because I'm tired of wearing the, the fake beard because when I'm holding little babies at the hospital, they get stuck in it and I can't move. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we're trying this uh, real beard thing one time and see how it works out for us. So, I
0: like but, it, man. Yeah. So it, th- this whole premise that you do, take us through it. What do you do for the community? For 27 years, you said you've been going to hospitals and doing what?
1: And then I'll tell you to so these kids. I mean, um, if you're in the hospital, you get a visit from Santa. If your siblings are there, you know, they give gifts too. And um, it's like 27 years. I started um, from a message from Northwood's church and uh, about giving something personal to somebody. And at the same time, I you know, I collect football cards. Mm-hmm. And I read in the price guide where the hospitals back then like to get football cards to hand out to the kids. And so I just went in there one day, didn't tell him. nobody else coming, walked in there, gave some little boy a $200 Barry Sanders card.
0: Rookie. <laughs> you can you imagine what that's worth today? Oh, that's, you know, that, that's a nice down payment for something. <laughs> yeah, but uh, then we um,
1: started with a little, little red wagon with a few toys that I'd buy personally myself. And then my minivan could, would get full of toys. And finally, I started asking the, the community for help. And it just went nuts. But at the same time, I also seen the Marines there, Toys for Tots one day at Christmas, and um, they had these shiny uniforms, bikes, shiny bags, and everything. And that kind of challenged me. And, you know, I challenged myself to um, get more stuff for these kids because there's six, six kids there every day. Mm-hmm. And why not have a little Christmas every day?
0: A little something. Yeah. So it's a yearly thing that you run. You know,
1: we, yeah, we, 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 um, I tell people about something that we do all year long in hopes that they might want to step up and, and help us out.
0: So what what was the initial driving for? It? Have you always loved Christmas, or do you love the the image that Santa portrays? That you love sharing that joy? I
1: don't know what happened. I mean, uh, just from that message from church and stuff, and just it just took off. And you know, it's 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 a way of life for me now. It's, Ooh, how so? It's just it's something that I have to do. I mean, I, this is my passion. I mean. You know, I love it when Christmas comes around. I, I drive my wife nuts because I push for more and more stuff, more toys, you know, for these kids because I like – I want them to, you know, smile. If I go in the hospital and make one kid smile, then I did my job. Just mm-hmm. one kid, you know, And but we make them all smile. I mean, there's tears. You know, parents are crying that, that somebody thought enough to come see their child, you know, when they're, you know, having a bad time. You know, and it's, it's a lot of tears. I have walk out of many rooms and have to walk around the corner and get the tears out of my eyes because it's it's very heartbreaking too.
0: It's a it's a duality of it. You're going in, bringing cheer, watching them smile, but at yeah. the same time, the reality of what's going on is most of the kids are in terminal care, right?
1: Um, no, some of them have cancer. We see a lot of kids, cancer kids, but we see um, kids in there just in there getting their tonsils um, out or whatever. Everybody gets visit from Santa. Oh,
0: everyone. Okay. Yeah. So I had it misunderstood. So you just bring joy in any child that's in the hospital. Yeah, to them, their parents,
1: their siblings. It doesn't matter. If you're there, you're getting a visit from Santa.
0: Yay, that's awesome. So you go full regalia, man. Like you have the Santa outfit. I've seen the pictures here. I see the full beard. Man, this is awesome. So what, what pushes you to do this yearly?
1: Just to make these kids happy and to make them forget that they're sick for a few minutes. To me, I know they're sick, but to me, they're perfect. And hmm. the way I say it, a child, here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let it out, man. It's these, good that you have these emotions for these you, know? These kids
1: don't deserve to be sick. And if I can make just one of them, one of them happy, then I'm, I'm happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I bust my tail. I have uh, quite a team. We all bust our tails trying to get toys and, and um, nice items for these kids.
0: So, who's all on the team for Santa Bill?
1: Who's all on the team? Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy.
0: <laughs> Let's hear, it, man. They're, Santa needs a lot of helpers.
1: Well, my head elf, her name is Sarah. We call her Snowflake.
0: Snowflake. Yep.
1: <laughs> and um, my truck driver's name's Marshall. He's going to dress up like Buddy the Elf
0: this year. Yeah, Buddy the Elf will be there.
1: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I have my friends Ryan and um, um, Heather. They're going to dress up like elves and come to the hospital, and they'll all be dressed up like elves at the Christmas party on um, Saturday at Country Club Barbecue. And I have uh, some new friends that helped out last year. Uh, Lindsay Camp, Chad Camp, they're part of um, Live and Loud with Lindsay. And um, they got all kinds of bands together that has been collecting toys for us. And, and my friend Tara from sheer magic she's on my team and stuff and we're all out getting raffle prizes for this this party saturday and stuff and it's gonna be a lot of fun and i mean we got some pretty cool items it's lord have mercy we got a football signed by Erlacher that he was here
0: a few yeah. weeks ago you were telling me about that you were like really hyped about Dude, uh... i was all
1: over that place trying to get that ball signed you yeah. know and <laughs> and you're not supposed he wasn't supposed to sign any nfl stuff but it could because there was some kind i think it's a uh website um, betting thing, whatever. Oh, about there's stuff.
0: restrictions to – so uh, a little insight to how me and Santa Bill met or how we met, uh, we were doing the uh, the Bears Tailgater. Yep. We both were there. I was working. You were coming by, and we just met and started talking. You told me everything that you did. So there you were hunting for some Bears memorabilia because you told me you wanted uh, – I'm your, there. Your, your biggest passion or your biggest goal was to get somebody from the Bears to – Come by right
1: my, my um my dream for this, and it's been like this for many years. I'm a big bear fan, and um I would love a Chicago bear to come down and hand out toys with us and maybe sign a couple autographs for these kids, you know and, and we see bear fans in there all the time, and casual Packer fan,
0: yeah, and then, we, then we <laughs> 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 and they go round and round, you know what I mean they get a lump. <laughs> Sometimes we have some Packers stuff, but not very often. <laughs> Is that by design? <laughs> yeah. So you and and all your helpers, uh, this Saturday you have a fundraiser going on. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yep,
1: yeah, we have a fundraiser at Country Club Barbecue. Santa will be there, Santa Bill. And um, and uh, we're going to have face painting for the kids, some crafts for the kids. Uh, we have some raffle prizes, well, quite a few raffle prizes. We have a signed Devin Hester jersey framed. We have uh, Mike Singletary jersey, you know, signed. Mike and Singletary. That, that football I said the Urlacher signed. Yeah. And um, oh, that was
0: fun. You have Singletary, Urlacher, and Hester and, memorabilia.
1: And, and a football signed by Tom Thayer, Super Bowl Twenty. Yeah. That I got down there when you were down there. Yeah. It was downtown, and um, uh, mini helmet signed by um, ooh, 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 ooh.
0: Tom Waddle. Oh, yeah, Waddle was there, too. Yeah, I used to call
1: him the John Paxton above him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, the
0: you, John Paxton <laughs> tight how is. He'd catch that
1: football, you know?
0: So you have all this. So you've been putting the groundwork in. You've been doing this for 27 years. You now have a healthy amount of uh, not reserves but helping hands. Yes. So to see the growth of this program from the initial email from the church, to now, how, how do you feel about it, like taking a step back and looking at the growth?
1: It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of hours putting into it, to it by everybody, running around, you know, getting donations, collecting raffle prizes and stuff. But we get her done. And um, so far we've, um, I think we have about $9,000 worth of toys so far.
0: 9000 wow.
1: Well, oh, we got a long way to go.
0: What's the most you ever um, raised or put into it on a season?
1: I think last year we had over about fifty thousand dollars worth of toys.
0: And is that a lot of donations, or is a lot on you that's, and your helpers?
1: That's just um, that's just in toy purchases. You know, and, well, uh, yeah. we we get people involved, and uh, a lot of people get involved to help us out, and a lot of people come back. The same, some of the same people come back and donate for us all these years. I have friends that have been donating, you know, for quite a while that really believe in what we do for these kids.
0: How's that feel to have uh, consistent givers yearly for that's, so many years? That's pretty special. How so? Like, what, what do you feel when you, you see these people just carrying along the, the tradition with you? It
1: really touches my heart. And uh, it just, my heart swells up with so much pride that these people believe in what we do for these children. You know, it's just, it's just an amazing program. And, you know, it's just you know, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be Santa Bill. I'm trying to get my one of my kids to step up. He's not there yet. We're working on him though. But you know, 27 years. You know, that's a long time.
0: That is a very long time. You know, it,
1: uh, I want to try to, to at least hit 30 years. You know, and then hopefully my son will be ready to step into the red suit. I've only had to have a uh, somebody replace me as Santa two times.
0: Only twice in 27 years. Yeah.
1: And uh, and uh, I just and that bugged me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, take me through that. Like, So what was the first time that you had to be subbed out? I had back surgery. And what was this? Was this like Death when you first started? 2014. 2014. So you, already, you had already been doing it for a few years. Quite a few years. Yeah.
1: You know, and then um, the second time was last year because I had neck surgery, and uh, I couldn't be Santa and stuff and had to have people drive me around to get toys do this because I couldn't wasn't allowed to pick anything up you know?
0: so which one of those moments was harder was it harder hit for you the first time or the second time uh first time so take me through that like when did you find out leading up into Christmas season like you're not gonna be able to do this
1: i I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to do it
0: all year you already had that idea No,
1: I had the. i don't even remember when I had the back surgery now but I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it at Christmas, so I had a friend of mine step into the boots and stuff, and, and that was rough. You know, I was there. I was getting pushed around in a wheelchair. No, it was November when I had the surgery. I got pushed around in a wheelchair. wasn't happy about that, you know. And um, this past Christmas, I I couldn't do it because of my neck surgery, and I had a wonderful friend. We call him Santa Mark.
0: Santa Mark. Yep,
1: he stepped up, and... and um, and I just laid down in the egg in the hospital and slept. <laughs> I was up there for three or four hours, so I just slept down there in the egg, you know. <laughs> but that that bugged me, you know. And, and But, you know, my wife told me that uh, you're not missing this year. Even though I got some issues going on now and stuff like that, she said you're not missing two years in a row. So the way I'm looking at it right now, Ross, if them kids, they're sick and they're hurting and they're in pain, then... I could suck up this pain for a little bit and put on that red suit for them.
0: At what moment did you, in your life, did you fall in love with Christmas?
1: I've always loved Christmas.
0: What about it have you always loved?
1: Just everybody being nice to everybody. It seems like, you know, sometimes at Christmas people are a little bit nicer to each other, you know? And yeah. And, and um, I'm not perfect, but I try, you know, if I, I see a stranger on the street. Hello. I don't know this person. I could take up a conversation with anybody. Yeah. You know, and uh, just start talking about. No matter bears or
0: whatever. That's how we met. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And um you know, I just want people to smile and, you know, I'm just you know, it just seemed like Christmas, everybody's a little bit nicer. I wish they could do that every day, you know, and um but it doesn't happen. You know? Is that
0: how it was your is that how you were raised with Christmas? Like you just always felt that joy, family out no. or was the opposite?
1: No. I, I came up pretty hard.
0: <laughs> really? Do you yeah. mind talking about that at all? No, or? not at all. If you would have...
1: I came from the south end of Peoria, in Harrison Homes, that's where I grew up at. And I grew up that I thought you always had to fight. And I didn't realize that until later on, quite later on in my adult years, that I don't have to fight. I ain't got to impress nobody, I ain't got to do nothing stupid. And if you would have told me back in the 80s that I was going to end up wearing a red suit and turned into Santa bill, I would have laughed at you. Really? Yep, I'm serious.
0: So you always love Christmas, but your upbringing was the complete opposite.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So at what point was you like, no, I have to make it a mission of mine to really do the opposite?
1: Well, I used to live in California. I lost my son when he was 17 months old, and I think that has a lot to do with what I, you know, I had to come back to Illinois. I couldn't stay out there no more. And I, I think that has a lot to do with what I turned into besides that message from church. Mm-hmm. Because my son doesn't he's not here for Christmas anymore. you know he's in heaven, yeah, but he's having Christmas up there every day too.
0: So it's like you're giving your son a yearly Christmas in yeah. a way. Wow, you're like once you really get to know somebody and you hear their story and hear the the trial someone had to go through and you really see the why behind what they do, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like, I didn't know that when I first met you. I'm like, oh, here's, here's just a cool cat that wants to spread blessings and tidings. Yeah. But do you sometimes see, like, your kid and these other kids, like, oh, I did a good job?
1: Yeah, I'm, for years, my friend D at the hospital would try to get me to go in the kids' rooms, and I wouldn't go. You know, and, and um, I wouldn't hold a baby either because of my son. It was hard. Yes. And then um, finally one day she put a baby in my arm, and now you can't keep me away from him. <laughs> But um, no, it's 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 amazing, and um, you know a lot of me thinks that you know it's it's because of my son and the message from church, and it's I have quite a drive for this. I mean, I I just love telling people what we do for these kids, in, in hopes that they might want to jump in and you know, make a donation, give us some toys or whatever. You know, it's just it's just an amazing program. Like I said, these kids don't ask to be sick.
0: Do you have any moments in these 27 years that have exceptionally stood out to you? Like, oh, this is why I do this.
1: Well, yes. Um, this little boy that I um, seen, I think it's been 12, 13 years ago, he found out three days later that he's not going to make it because of his cancer. And we went in there and I gave him a signed up. You should have seen his face light up when I gave him this signed Urlacher football. He was a big Bears fan, too. I gave him a sign or of football, signed Johnny Knox jersey. His whole family's in there. We're taking pictures and everything like this. And, and that was, that really, really, you know, when I found out that he passed, that really hurt me. And um, me and his mother, since then, have become very dear friends. And she gets me stuff every year in his memory. Mm-hmm. And um, she, uh, when he passed, she asked me would I find somebody, some boy with cancer that's in remission, and give him that Urlacher football and that um, signed Johnny Knox jersey. We found somebody. We had him come over to my house, and um, she was there, brought the ball and the jersey, and we presented this young man with this uh, ball and this jersey. And he still has it today. Nice. And he's still in remission.
0: Nice. How, how long has that been now?
1: That's been about, about 13 years ago.
0: That's amazing to see. That's amazing, man. I still
1: hear from him here and there, and he's doing fine
0: really yes so the these relationships that you build on a year-to-year basis you find a way to maintain them in a way like you yeah. see them here or there you talk to them now on the flip you you experience all this amazing things right you're able to meet people that are in remission that survive for years on end right how do you handle the other side of the coin the other side of the coin like how do you how do you process and not get consumed by the other side? Because you see a lot of great things, you put smiles on people's yeah. faces, but then there's also the flip side of that coin. Like how do you handle that?
1: It's just I just just do what the best I can. I guess you know I just it's just it's hard.
0: There's going to be negative, but the but the positivity you able to put into this world outweighs it, huh? That's mm-hmm. good. Another
1: quick little story.
0: Yeah, tell me. <laughs>
1: There's this um, young man. His name's Nicholas Taylor. He had an open heart surgery, and uh, we stopped by his room, and um, they couldn't um, we couldn't go in there because of his heart surgery and stuff. His mom met us at the door, and um, we just left toys there for him and moved on to the next room. Um, I did not know this, but. They had been looking for me for a year to um, thank me for the small little gesture for their what we did for their son. And they finally found me through uh, a thing was doing at some church in Peoria was selling pork chop sandwiches, some kind of bazaar they was having, flea market thing. Mm-hmm. And we were there selling um, sandwiches to raise some funds. And I met this lady named Jessica Simpson. Stratton, Jessica Stratton
0: oh my, Jessica Simpson, the Jessica Simpson Jessica <laughs> Stratton, but anyway um, Shout out to you too she Jessica fo-
1: She found out that I was Santa Bill And got a hold of her her friend Laura Taylor That they've been you know, looking for me for a year Just to say thank you for what it did And they've been a part of this for Many, many years themselves And we became very good uh, friends
0: So it's that random act of kindness That somebody just, oh, let me support this cause that's awesome. So it's just like a year-to-year just rolling where you just collecting Every helpers. year somebody
1: different steps
0: up. That's amazing, man. Like when you think about it, right? When you think of everything that you've gone through, yep. where you started on south end.
1: It was a long way of getting here. Yeah. Everybody tells me it should be a Hallmark movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I can see it. You know, from, from, your, bill. from your tragedy, you're able to... To utilize that to push you forward, to put out a lot of positivity, yep. to to make moments for families, uh-huh. not just children, but families, yep. like the child who went to remission for 13 years. That small moment was yep. something huge for him. Yep. And how is that enough payoff for all the hard work you throughout that you do throughout the years?
1: I don't need no payoff, man. It's just something that I really enjoy and enjoy. I just enjoyed this with all my heart, and the passion I had for this just is just amazing. I mean, I'm hurting really bad now because of the issues I got going on, but I get out there and get after it for these kids.
0: Where do you hopefully see this growing within the next five to ten years?
1: I plan on being here in the next five to ten years.
0: I'm just <laughs> I would hope so. We just met, man. I'm just kidding. Um,
1: I really don't want to really get any bigger than I am. You know, it's pretty big now. You know, $50,000 worth of toys, ain't nothing to sneeze at. No, not at all. You know? That's and and, um, you know, I just go to um, OSF and to, what is it, Car Health now? Yeah, they yeah, changed it used to be Methodist. Yeah. We just go to those two hospitals and stuff, and um, that's enough for me. I mean, it takes four or five hours just to see the kids at OSF.
0: And it's t- a full day on both ends. Pretty much,
1: and then by the time we get done with that, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I sleep for a couple, you know, quite a few days after we get done, you yeah, know. Yeah, I it's, mean,
0: you're lugging all that around, even just meeting and hearing stories on an emotional level, that's got to take some type of toll.
1: Yeah, it does. Then I get sick.
0: Oh, yeah, cuz you yeah.
1: Seeing all these kids and I'm touching them and interacting with them. I mean, last couple few couple years, no, I haven't got really sick, but I've been definitely ill seeing some of these kids and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, cuz you're in room to room and room. You know. And, yeah. And um, we're always using hand sanitizer and stuff, but I'm hugging everybody, praying everybody, you know, and I'm seeming to be the only one that gets sick.
0: But <laughs> well, it's all good. It's part of it. It's part of the trials of yeah, it. Yeah, I sleep
1: for a couple couple of weeks or whatever and I'm fine.
0: Like Sandy, you go away for a bit, then you come right back out. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: You bet. I mean, we, we start planning right after pretty much after January what we want to do for the next year. Yo,
0: that a full year of planning, and I mean that's what it takes because you have to organize all the helpers, you yeah. have to start getting a list of toys, you have to start finding funding for it, yep. you have to start accruing. Get it. it? It does take a full year. Oh, you real life Santa Claus, man! I love it. No,
1: I'm just Santa Bill, man. Santa
0: Bill, that's man. All, that's
1: all I am. Dude. Just a fat guy in a red suit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fat guy. I don't got a red suit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's talk about it one more time. Uh, this weekend we have our fundraiser. So what's going on? Where is it? Where can we uh, get more information for it?
1: You can go to where's it at? SantaBill'sHospitalHelpers dot org. That's our website. It's got all kinds of information on there. There's um, a list of toy drop-off there. You can also donate on that page and stuff like that. And you can also um, find us on Santa Bill's Hospital Helpers on Facebook. And to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with either either site. And you know, if you, you know people are interested in helping us out, getting us some toys, getting us some funds to buy toys. You know, and um, I appreciate the help.
0: Of course. I'd like to ask this question to everybody at the end of this. I, I use this podcast as oh. a um, as a collection of individuals' struggles, journeys, success, pouring back in the community. Everybody has a story. At the end of that book, there's a gold nugget of information. When your story is done, what do you want people to get from your story?
1: Oh Lord, Emerson, I never thought of that. What people want to get from my story.
0: I mean, your story, man, your book, everything, everything you've been through. Just
1: to step up and do something kind for somebody. Either, either helping us, helping somebody, not just at Christmas. Everybody needs a hand on a daily basis. You know, just a little more kindness. That's what I would ask for from people. But I do have one thing to say. Tell me. My favorite, One of my favorite quotes, and I'm not a quote kind of guy, but I've seen this quote years and years ago in a, a up in Sioux Falls at a dealership. It's from Winston Churchill. And it says, uh, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. And I love that. And I know there's all kinds of cool cool, quotes out there, but that's mine. I love that.
0: It's a good one, especially during the season. (laughs) Uh (laughs) But it's true. Think about it. Yeah, when you think about it, you know, life is, yeah. Because... We're only as good as what we pour out into this world when you think about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, on on the flip side, I love making people laugh. I feel like that's the gift I've been given. If I can make you chuckle or roll your eyes at me to make you forget about what's going on, I've poured into you just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I love that as an entertainer. For you, you go to the hospitals and in people's moment of the most vulnerable moments, the, the weakest moments, they're, they're, their most tribulated moments—that's not even a word—but in their moments where they have a hardship to go through, you're there to put a smile on their face.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like that's—that's that's awesome, man. I love stories like I mean, that.
1: That's that's Christmas.
0: Twenty-seven years of just doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's pretty cool, but you know, yeah, I'm, I'm nobody, man. I'm just a guy that cares.
0: You somebody is somebody. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, for twenty-seven years. For somebody in those twenty-seven years, you were the epitome of Santa Claus. Yeah, you're somebody to somebody. Yeah, nobody's nobody. Is nobody. To nobody. I, have, I have a hard time with
1: credit. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I'm just I a mean, humble
1: guy. I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. And but when I when I'm in that red suit, it's like a switch turns on, and I'm just a big kid. You know,
0: it just brings out who you hope to be.
1: This is a big kid making all these kids smile.
0: I like that, man. It's been a blessing to meet you, dude, to hear this story. I think our next thing is to try to get you a Bears player.
1: Yeah. Like I said, it's a dream of mine for have a Chicago Bear down there with me and stuff. And um, that would be just totally amazing. I I'm, don't I'm know who to have more fun. Me or the kids. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I've been a Bear fan since the 60s and stuff, you know. I used to walk around with a transistor radio listening listen to buckets on, on Sundays, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. Back <laughs> in the day, you know, and uh,
0: my pops would tell me stories of the uh, of the near perfect bears, where they lost one game was it to uh, to Florida, right? To Miami, yes, yeah, Miami. They would have had a perfect season. Was it eighty five Bears would have had a perfect season if it wasn't for the Dolphins, exactly.
1: No
0: <sighs> but you know what, man? It's it's interesting to see how two things for a lot of people, where they just take it for granted, Santa Claus and the holiday season, and bears. You combined your passion for both and created a a lane for you in a community that you've poured a lot of positivity in for 27 years, man.
1: We we, we spent a lot of time at 19 years at Bears training camp getting autographs, you know, a few for us and kids and stuff like that, you know, and uh, I remember my daughter was five years old sitting on my shoulder um, the first time we went up there for the day and She's yelling at Brian Erlacher, hey, Brian Erlacher, come sign my dad's helmet. Sign my dad's helmet. She's in her little chubbers, terrillion outfit. And he finally did come over. And I was just like, wow. I just got this signed by Brian Erlacher and the rest of the team. You know? Yeah. That was pretty amazing. <laughs>
0: you know what's awesome? In your universe, you're somebody's Brian Erlacher. Think so? You have to be. Because in that moment of joy, that meeting Erlacher, somebody that you look up to, right? Yeah. That Brian like, you're like, oh, my God, he gave me five seconds. You come into somebody's room and give them the five minutes, and you're the world to them.
1: You should have uh, seen me when he was down there cruising, um, signing those different items for that sports betting thing and I had just a few minutes to tell him who I am and this, that, and everything. I was, My mouth was going a mile a minute. I did not shut up.
0: <laughs> I was on a
1: mission to get something signed by him for my raffle, yeah. and it, it happened. <laughs> yeah? yeah?
0: How'd that feel? Pull that off. Oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Earl has been your favorite player all the time so far?
1: No, Walter Payton's my favorite player.
0: Yo. But Earl next.
1: That guy could play ball.
0: Where's, where's the fridge land on your top five?
1: Oh, he was pretty. Back in the, in the 80s, he was so. Yeah, <laughs> that whole team was pretty bad. Yeah, eighty five. McMahon was pretty bad. They're all pretty awesome back in those days. And you know, we'll get
0: there again. Yeah, we're there hurry up, man. We uh you know we're we're experiencing something right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. But you know what? Good or bad, I'm still a fan. Oh yeah. I mean I was born and raised a Cubs fan, so like I'm I'm in it with the thick of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh that's been another episode of the K Z Community Beats, my host or no. It's been another episode of the KZ Community Beat, episode 45, with my guest in the hot seat this week, Santa Bill, for 27 years. Santa Bill and his helpers have been helping our community um, put smiles on kids' faces and families during the times of need. If you'd like to get in contact with Santa Bill, Santa Bill, how can we get a hold of you guys and the movements so we can participate and help raise... uh, Funds and smiles for all the youths.
1: They can get us on Facebook, Santa Bill's Hospital Helpers. Also, our Santa Bill's Hospital Helpers.org is our website, and they can get a hold of us through there.
0: You better participate. If not, I am putting you on his naughty list. This is Cole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks for tuning in. Go back, listen to all the episodes, and definitely check out Santa Bill and his helpers doing a lot of amazing things here in Peoria. Episode 45 of the KZ Community Beat is now over. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>